Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic, so join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast. My name is Joanna Koho and I'm your host for this episode. Now, in each episode of the Parent Ed Podcast, we'll be tackling questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life, and much more. We'll also be speaking with everyday parents and practitioners as they share with us their experience and practical ideas. And we hope that you'll keep tuning in to learn with us and to grow with us in your journey as parents. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a Children's Day special episode called Delighting in My Child at Every Stage. And I have with me uh, mother and daughter, parent and child, Alicia Boo and her daughter, Amber. Um, Alicia is actually an accredited counsellor and currently working with Focus on the Family. Uh, but she's also been a long-time speaker, trainer for uh, more than a decade, Yeah, engaging youth, um, young adults, young parents. And her passion is to really impact and equip young people with foundational skills for significant living and for strong families. Um, she is a working mom now that she's working with us at Focus to four children aged 5 to 11, including a pair of twins. And today we have with us child number two, right? Amber. Yes, that's right. And Amber, you want to introduce yourself? What are your hobbies, your favorite color, your favorite food? Hello, my name is Amber Chai and I am eight years old. My hobbies are reading, drawing, music and sports. I like gymnastics and sprinting. I am crazy about horses and my favourite colour is blue. Very good. And I was uh, introduced to your knowledge about horses just now. Do you want to just uh, run through again the four facts about horses that I'm very sure many of uh, our listeners don't know? I have some cool facts about horses to share with everyone. Horses have the largest eyes of all mammals. The Some rarest horse is the fully black horse. Horses have lived for 5,000 years. Horses can't breathe through their mouth. Now, I bet you didn't know, especially that last one for all our listeners out there. Uh, and you can engage Amber any other time uh, to talk about horses. But today, we're actually going to talk about, you know, the time that she spends at home and particularly with uh, mom and dad and with the family. As we know, life in Singapore is really, really busy. Uh, parents you know, struggle to just find time for themselves. And, and of course, uh, it is a challenge sometimes to spend time, um, dedicated, committed, uh, intentional time with our children, especially as they get older. Uh, I know as a new parent, you know, in the excitement is easy, it's natural to just get caught up in the cuteness of how adorable, you know, babies are, even though we might be, you know, exhausted from being up all night with night feet and um, we might be totally sleep deprived for a prolonged period of time. But, you know, just, hearing maybe google gurgle <laughs> uh, maybe hearing them say their first word yeah that makes it all worthwhile but as kids get older sometimes the sense of delight can start to wane as we have to start dealing with tantrums quarrels maybe between siblings and would you quarrel with your siblings do you hmm thinking am i supposed to give the correct answer <laughs> the, the I do. Answer? Okay. you do i do <laughs> 
Yes, and such conviction from an eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and because of that, I know sometimes as parents, we start to wonder if we're still doing a good job. Yeah, and of course, you know, in Singapore, we also sometimes get caught up and maybe a little bit overly caught up in their academics and how they're doing with their latest spelling or test. So today, we want to talk about how parents can, you know, go back to our first love for our kids and take delight in our children again at every stage and maybe for, for some of us out there who are just feeling tired and um, not too excited or motivated about parenting right now because we have to deal with bad behavior um, that we can rediscover the joy of parenting. So uh, welcome again to the show Alicia and Amber. Um, Alicia maybe you can tell us a little bit more about your four kids and of course especially uh, about Amber who's here with you today. Hi everyone listening in. As Joanna has shared, I'm a working mom well, with four children. The oldest is turning 11 in two weeks' time. My daughter is uh, here with us today. Amber, she's eight. And our miraculous blessing, pair of identical twin boys who are five. I think each of them brings joy to us in their unique ways. Um, I was thinking of something like a one word to describe them. Yeah, and we came up with this. So, organized Ezra because he's neat in his habits and uh, things in a structured manner. That's your Bubbly. firstborn, right? Yeah, Ezra is our firstborn, the 11-year-old to be. Mm -hmm. And then we have Bubbly Amber beside me. She is um, lively. Uh, she's a little bit shy now, <laughs> but she is usually very lively, very loud, volume, um, dynamic, and quite a positive <laughs> person. Yeah, I, I like that about her, that she thinks positively. Uh, and then the twins. The unique thing about our twins is that I think the only similarity between them is in their DNA and it ends there. <laughs> Despite being identical twins and having uh, same genes and DNA, they're actually quite different uh, from an early age. Yeah, so I think Silas, we, we, we often say that he is a ball of sunshine. We call him cheerful Silas. It's his personality. He just makes us feel better by being around him. That kind of a boy. And then Titus... <laughs> Okay, I'm thinking of what's a positive word to describe him. I came up with free-spirited Titus. So he's the independent okay. thinker, kind. <laughs> he's a little bit like a, of a maverick, a bit of a wild card. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, the unpredictable one. And therefore, keeping me on the edge, <laughs> despite being <laughs> a mom of four. <laughs> okay, it sounds like you have a really busy home. Amber, would you agree with how mom just described you or even your siblings? Yes, I agree. You agree? Uh? Are you loud? <laughs> yes. How loud can you be? Very loud. <laughs> uh, okay, when you introduce yourself and you did tell me all your hobbies and the things that you're interested in, including horses, it sounds like you are definitely an active girl, right? You run around a lot, like to do sports, like to she stand does, your hands. Um, yeah, I ever tell them, you know, you do, uh, what do you call that? Cutwheels in the living room. Uh, learn during the learn from gymnastics class. <laughs> What's the latest trick that you can do, you know, that you learned from gymnastics class? A front flip. A front flip. Wow. Without any like harness attached. On the bed. On the bed. Okay. Safety rules. <laughs> 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 and never do it without parental supervision. What, how would you describe uh, mom and dad, Amber? My dad is calm and my mom is crazy. As crazy as you are about horses? No, she doesn't know horses. My mom is dramatic, makes us laugh, and likes to dance crazily for no reason. 
Do you have some of her traits? Can you be crazy in that way too? Yes. So what are the other crazy things you might do other than a front flip or cartwheels? When she's dancing sometimes, I just dance around her for no reason. I cannot imagine what it must be like in your home. I hope you have a big home. <laughs> no. <laughs> enough? No? It's just a... It's just small enough to do a lot of dancing. Once you reach one area, you have to turn back to the other area. Then you reach one area, then you turn back to the other area. Okay, but it sounds like you're quite resourceful. So you know how to maneuver around the small space to uh, to dance and to do your cartwheels, right? As well as your front flip, which should only be done on the bed. Alicia, coming back to you, um, what have been your... I know, it's, it really sounds like you you have a really fun time at home. <laughs> Especially now that you have kids ranging from real preschoolers to upper primary, preteen. Uh, yeah, can you share maybe what would be your greatest joys in parenting um, for each of them? Mm, I think when the twins came along in 2016, uh, things really changed quite a bit. Yeah, previously we were like two, two versus two or two is to two in terms of parent-child ratio. So when the mm. twins came, it's not only um, increase Double. in the family size, but yeah, we're outnumbered and twins bring with it is compound effect, right? So double the joy, <laughs> double the pain, the challenges and all that. Yeah, so I gave ourselves a nickname. We call ourselves the Chai Fan Bam uh, on social media. Because <laughs> we are like, you know, a 24-7 childcare centre, you know, with four children, then yeah, under six we're bustling with activity all day long. Uh, always something that's, that's going on. And then when the twins found their feet, mm. uh, I think our atmosphere shifted to become very lively. Yeah, and noise, you know, very noisy. Noise took on a new meaning and, and chaos and chaotic and all that. Well, it was initially uh, overwhelming. Uh, but I think we we and I, la, yeah, we learned to embrace the chaos and started to discover that actually quite fun. La, there's joy. And there's beauty in the messiness of a large family life. Amber, do you feel that your parents enjoy being parents? Like, do you think your mom enjoys being mommy to you? Yes, I feel my mom enjoys being a parent because she's always playing and laughing with us. She's funny and caring. Is your dad the same way? Was your dad more serious? More serious, but, but sometimes she can still have fun with him. <laughs> what kind of fun would you have with dad? Your dance around too in the living room? <laughs> no, he doesn't dance. <laughs> he doesn't dance. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. We should have a, a talk with him <laughs> another day. Okay, but, but what do you do for fun with dad? I play on the bed with him, piggyback, oh. jump up and down, and do sports. Sports? Okay, like official sports, it sounds. What, what like kind of sports? Badminton. Ah, well, you're really an active girl, aren't you? <laughs> Alicia, you know how we were talking about today about really delighting in you know our, our children. And uh, you have four, right? And you kind of uh, briefly describe each of them. How do you, with each one being so different, ensure that you appreciate and celebrate each of them for who they are, but yet not leaving them feeling like you know one's better off or worse off and, and still be fair as a mom? Yeah, that's right. Um, I think I shared about how for us as a large family, right, having four different children and always having, keeping that openness that each of them are different and they bring with them mm -hmm. different joys and in and different kind of interactions with us. For example, um, the twins have this thing called, can I tell you something? <laughs> this phrase, which okay. they say this all day long 
And it's basically code word for drop whatever you're doing, turn to them and make eye contact. If you don't do that, it doesn't count. Then they will still say, can I tell you something? Yeah. And the thing is that once that that need is met, right, they just need to tell you something and have that eye contact and that moment where you give them your dedicated attention. And then after that, they they happily move on. Yeah. Mm. And recently we discovered that um, Silas, the older twin, he connects He's starting to connect more through heart-to-heart chats, like in the evenings, uh, down downtime before bed. And mm. whereas Titus kind of enjoys engaging us mentally, he has his own uh, unique catchphrase. Did you know? So he always, did you know? <laughs> did you know? <laughs> yeah. So even in the twins, right, the differing personalities are quite evident for us. It, it's, mm. been, it's been really fun to see them developing yeah, in this way. Mm, is there anything like uh, that that Amber is like, which is you know, quite similar or different from the twins? My husband and I, we often talk about our four children, the likeness and whatnot, all these chit chats, and we kind of think that Amber and Silas have some similarity. Mm. Yeah, in terms of their personality, because I was sharing that Silas is a cheerful, quite a cheerful person, has mm. that disposition, and, and Amber as well, exactly. Yeah, so we think that they are kind of alike mm, in that sense, the middle two. Amber, would you agree? Are you like yes. all bubbly and cheerful? The life of yes. the party at home? Yes. But yes. Which sibling do you get along best with of your three? I don't know. Don't know. Huh? Who do you like best? It's okay. We won't tell them. Silence. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> who, who you're most uh, similar to. Is it? I always have uh, friends who have uh, more than one kid. And particularly when you're outnumbered, right? There are more kids than adults in the home. Uh, that it becomes really a challenge to spend one-on-one time uh, with our kids and really getting to know them maybe even in a deeper way because sometimes you do need that uh, quality time. And of course, as we always say, focus on the family. It's very hard to have quality time if you don't even have some quantity time. Having to tend to four kids. And now that you're you know back at work, Alicia, how do you make sure that you know you still have that that individual time with each child or what does that individual time look like? I know you mentioned uh, one of your twins, you know, has taken to deep talk, deeper topics or deeper conversations and bedtime rituals seem to be the, the time of the day to do that. Um, what, what, what would it be like for the two older kids? Mm, I think overall, having a good mix of structure and spontaneity helps. Yeah. So it's kind of like you have a framework and a semblance of a routine and rhythm for the everyday, right? But we leave room for spontaneity and surprises. Mm. It means that we cannot overpack the family schedule. This is something that I feel is quite uh, important for us, for our family. Mm. You know, because that's when the, you know, the, the moments of connection happen. It's in the everyday life that when you leave room for things to happen and, and the moments of connection will naturally arise. Like sometimes if I'm walking from home and I'm taking a breather, I step out and then I see that the twins are doing something, you know, playing mm. toys or games or whatever. And I just kind of spontaneously step in and just like at a point of time, join in, join them. Mm. And then we can have mm. a little chit chat and that's five minutes, but it's five minutes worth of connection with them. Yeah, mm. so I, I think that kind of helps me. And of course, like you said, you know, the bedtime routines and the conversations that we, we want to do together, the reading, um, yeah, our family cozy time, that, that helps as well. How, how does it work though? Like, you know, we want to uh, spend time maybe as a family and you have four kids of all different personalities. How do you decide what to do? <laughs> What's your favorite thing to do with a whole family? 
I enjoy doing devotion with my mom and coloring with my mom sometimes. We also tell jokes to each other and laugh crazily. And then with everybody else, like with dad and with all your your siblings, what would you do? We play games and like board games or go out to family outings or playgrounds or fast food areas. Of fast food. <laughs> <laughs> Is fast food like one of your favorite foods? Yes. Okay, yeah. she's not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're not uh, promoting it here. Um, just for healthy living. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Alicia, you know, maybe four kids. Let's say they all have four different, very, uh, very different interests and maybe four very different taste when it comes to food <laughs> when it comes to maybe even choosing a board game yeah how how does that work in the in the family I think as a general rule, we try to play uh, games together that are analog in nature I use the word analog because analog and digital right so we try to just you know do more analog games like monopoly uh, chess connect for um, card games, you know, and I think the children enjoy them and we try to pick those that can cater to 11 to 5. <laughs> and another new thing that we recently are doing as a family uh, a lot more is to have quizzes at meal times. I think it really, ah. you know, engages the children and brings everyone together. The children enjoy that and enjoy asking questions, taking turns to ask questions and their okay. favourite moment is, do you give up? <laughs> Because then they means that they win and they can just say the answer. Oh, so the kids get to ask mom and dad questions yes. to Amber? Yeah, right? we go around the table. We have a topic. So recently we did some uh, all, yeah, food, local food. food oh, and, then, and then we had Olympics. Olympics. That's right. Yeah, so we ask questions about Olympics. Uh, I mean, on the spot. Oh. Nothing too intellectual. Just whatever we can come up with, you know. Yeah, so okay. I allowed them okay. to watch some TV about that. Then they have some info. Then dinner or what we will talk. And, and they enjoy that. Yeah. So that's been fun for us. Ask, ask us a question, Amber, about the Olympics. Let's see how this goes. What was the question you asked? What sport in equestrian riding requires a lot of precision moves? Oh no, it's about horses. <laughs> okay, I give up. What is that? Dressage, horse dancing. Okay, that's an Olympic sport, is that? One? Yes, really? Olympic and Paralympic oh. sport. Oh, okay. We see we learn something new from our children every day. <laughs> okay, I'm glad these quizzes are not about math or science or right. Aren't you glad that it's not those kind of quizzes, Amber? Yes, yeah. I'm not good at math. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's your favorite subject? English. Or English. recess. Okay. Okay, recess. <laughs> you're at the age, yes, you're at the age to answer that as recess. Yes, I will give that to you. <laughs> um, well, Alicia, you know, we as parents, right, I'm sure you resonate with the, the reality that we have our good days and days when everybody in the family is behaving well and we're all having a good time uh, as one big happy family. We're playing together, laughing together, uh, having fun together. But I guess there are also days that as a parent, it's just exhausting 
and we might come back home frustrated, tired, um, you know, something might crop up that just throws the scheduled things off schedule. And, you know, with our state of mind, we'd be probably, <laughs> I mean, furthest from our mind would be what to do spontaneously. How do you get around such days? <laughs> or like if on such days, still find delight in parenting and in your <laughs> children? Um, I've come to realize that I can do many things, just not all at the same time. Yeah. So some days, you know, it's a matter of like get uh, focusing on getting everyone's personal items in order because it's just everywhere. <laughs> and other days we go to bed with marbles under the sofa, under the table, under the bed. And it's fine. We just do treasure hunt tomorrow, you know, as a game. And yeah, uh-huh. so the idea is that we we had, you know, we, we go to bed knowing that we had a fun time playing and the children uh, go to bed knowing that the, hopefully their love and fun tanks are full. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's about the parent-child connection, right? Yeah. And and therefore, you know, uh, giving allowance for that and uh, desiring that and um, don't pressure myself with unrealistic expectations of everything at the same time. I think that helps mm-hmm. me. So, mm-hmm. I think recently there have been a couple, maybe more uh, long days, you know, due to work and etc. And I come home and I'm like, I just want to disengage and re-engage with my family. Yeah, and I think that's helpful mm-hmm. for me personally in terms of work-life balance and as an outlet. So, my family naturally becomes the outlet. I jump into games. Yeah, hey, let's play games. Or if I don't have energy for that, you know, I'll just lie on the sofa and call my Silas to come chit-chat with me. <laughs> you know, and he's the one that likes that, you know, the heart-to-heart. So, uh, going with the flow. And uh, so, that's why the, this whole idea of uh, being spontaneous and, um, yeah, helps me. I think I'm somebody who uh, is good to have boundaries, but I also like to go with the flow and, and just be organic in that sense. And coming into the, you know, stepping into the home and kind of sensing where everyone is. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you, when you mentioned like, you know, the, your family being the outlet, it's not like <laughs> punching back outlet, <laughs> but healthy, constructive outlet. Amber, would you know when, you know, mom comes back home and she's had a rough day or she's, you know, having, she's, in the, she's just in a bad mood, would you be able to tell? Yes, because she tells me about it. Ah, then what would you do? When she's like this, you say it's okay, pat her on the back. And give her a hug. Does that work for you too? Like if you're having a bad day, just tell you it's okay, give you a pat on the back and a hug? Yes, it does. It does. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's it's just nice like being able to even see the chemistry, I might even say, uh, between mother and daughter and how comfortable you are with uh, each other. And yeah, just doing this together even as uh, uh, a parent and child. How can we, as a long-term goal, really preserve our children's childhood? Amber, if, today I'd ask you, what is the, the thing you like most about being a kid? What would that be? Going to school. Really? Wow. Because sure I get to meet my that? friends. Ah, okay. And talk about horses. But there are no horses in school though. No, but then my friend's favorite animal isn't horses. It's a bunny, not, not horses. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you chat about bunnies too? Yeah. Okay. And then what would be your favorite thing uh, when it comes to the family? Playing with them. Playing with them. Uh. Board games best or like you mentioned um, going out? Sport, sport games, card games and any fun thing. Any fun thing. 
<laughs> do you think that you know what you are interested to do when you were maybe uh, the twins age and what you like to do now with the family has changed I forgot what I used to like when I was young <laughs> but then now my most favorite thing to do is play card games or do sports or do sports yeah you sound like such a professional I do sports okay <laughs> I can imagine that you may become a, a sportswoman in future I know your mom was, was quite sporty <laughs> yes you're right a couple of sports here and there what would be your goal for, for your kids Alicia like you know if they were to grow up I mean Amber's your number two um, your number one's almost almost or be going to become a teenager soon um but if they were to look back at their childhood, what would you want them to remember? Oh, that's a good question. I Earlier, I shared something about like uh, the realization that I don't need to be everything at the same time, right? Yeah, I'd like to follow up with, you know, this and say that I just need to know and what is my irreplaceable role at that particular season in my children's life and just major mm. on that. Yeah, I think mm. that is... Uh, has been helpful for me, you know, uh, in terms of my um, personal uh, orientation and, and and relating with my children. Yeah, so with the twins, it's a lot about being the fun-loving parent. And Amber has shared some things about me, uh, <laughs> being crazy at home and all that stuff. And I, I genuinely enjoy chasing the twins around the house and, and hearing and watching them squeal in delight. It's like, it's really great to me. And if, if I can do that for a couple more years and they are five and they're still squealing in delight, <laughs> I think it's great, you know, and I'd love to, yeah, to journey with them through this precious phase. And for Amber, mm. it's, you know, uh, entering into her world, discovering her interests. We heard about her, her passion <laughs> for horses. <laughs> and uh, earlier on, I was sharing that we, I took her to this place called Gallop Stables. It was our agreement. Mm. And so it was our mummy-daughter outing. And oh. um, seeing her do, doing the pony rides, feeding the ponies, stroking them and telling me about, oh, this is what kind of horse. And basically being a horse whisperer <laughs> for the afternoon, it, it brought a lot of joy to my heart to know that I was there to, yeah, on, to get to know about her interests and, and enter her world. And therefore, mm. having that curiosity as well for our children at their phases. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think something that resonates with me as well. Amber, what is one thing that you wish you could always be doing together with mom or dad or both of them? Cuddling and laughing. Cuddling and laughing. I thought you were going to say, as long as they let me still use their king-size bed to do front flips. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really do that now. Oh, okay. You're so grown up now. All right. But as long as they keep cuddling you and then you'll have your, your nice, like, um, loving time together. Do you, can you see yourself like when you're maybe uh, 16 years old? Can you imagine yourself when you're 16 years old? No. <laughs> okay, that's good because I was going to ask you, if you can imagine yourself at 16 years old, do you really think that you still want to cuddle with mom and dad? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Very good. <laughs> I really think that you know, as you're talking about delighting our children, it's maybe at the end of the day, like what you mentioned, Alicia, is just being there in that moment with them, especially in their childhood, because it's so fleeting. You know, before we know it, they they grow up, and um, you know, before we we end off today's episode, you know, uh, Alicia having four kids, right? Uh, I must say that you're more experienced than me. I just have one, and it's a very calm household especially now when <laughs> the kids more grown up. 
yeah, would you have um, maybe any words of encouragement for our listeners who maybe don't have such a calm household and, and life can get a bit chaotic, parenting can get a bit maybe discouraging on some days? I have two things to share. Uh, one is that, you know, when I was thinking about the joys of parenting, uh, the things that come to my mind and just, you know, uh, being open to that, this whole thing about the constant delight and thrill of surprise at every corner. I know it sounds very whimsical, but you know, it's, it's, I think it's a mindset. Yeah, and to see that every day of life, sometimes in the mundane, we can also be open and see that, oh, there's something that's happening and that is a way for me to engage my child. That's a way for me to find out something about them that I might not realize. Yeah, and how we get to see things with a fresh pair of eyes, uh, even if the mm. experience is repeated through our different mm. children. You know, the, the incredible feeling of loving someone, you know, if we just pause and, and think about that, the, the incredible feeling of being able to love someone and be able to love them better and know that you hopefully we have a, a many years to be able to perfect that love. Yeah, that I get to mm. squeeze, kiss, hug my children, tell them <laughs> I love them until they want to squirm out of my arms. I'm quite good at doing that. <laughs> That's one thing. Then the other thing that I wanted to share is this thing, this whole thing about small rocks and big rocks. Once, right, Silas came home and uh, along the way home from school, I guess he collected a small handful of rocks and he, he rushed to me and he was so excited to share his discovery about his small rocks. So in that moment, mm-hmm. I, I acknowledged and I asked some curious questions about the rocks and all that. And after that, he happily totted off and went to find a place to keep them. And then after that, I realized that he repeated the same thing over a few other occasions. And this was mm-hmm. quite some time ago. And um, so I was sharing that we've come to see that Silas... Uh, is opening up himself, open up, uh, opening up his heart and uh, mm. looking for that heart-to-heart connection through small chit-chats and, and he comes to me for that. Yeah. And I think it's a reminder for me that when we are open and we are curious about the small rocks in our children's life and we just keep on doing that. So it's not any big thing, you know, it's the, the everyday small things, but being consistent in mm-hmm. them and, um, you know, building the, using these moments to build the connection and hopefully as they grow older, they will uh, share with us the big rocks in their life, whatever mm-hmm. that is, mm-hmm. that is to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really great uh, insight and wisdom, you know, because oftentimes we, in the daily everyday things, if we do focus on the small things, it tends to be the the nitty-gritty things that drive us crazy and drive our kids crazy. <laughs> yeah, but um, if we learn to focus on the small things in terms of, you know, um, finding joy in just the little things that, you know, um, yeah, that come out of our kids. Um, like you said, you know, in the long term, I think that's where we know that even though there'll be days when we may feel like the worst parents in the world, we might uh, feel despair instead of delight or exhaustion instead of elation but there is great hope for joy in our parenting I'm quite confident that at age 16 Amber will still be coming to you <laughs> for cuddles and not wanting to squirm out of your hands right Amber? Um, yes <laughs> Yes. Okay. So <laughs> with that, thank you so much, uh, Alicia and Amber, for being on our show today and for just sharing with us, giving us a little bit of a glimpse into your life at home as a family, right? And your interest, Amber, especially in horses. Thank you so much, Joanna, <laughs> for the opportunity to chit chat. Thank you. Okay. And- you're welcome. And we hope that, you know, as you grow up, we can have you back in the studio again, Amber. Would you like that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It wasn't too bad, right, today? Yeah, wasn't too bad. <laughs> For our listeners out there, if you do have any other questions as a parent that we can help you with, please do feel free to write to us at parent at, that's parent, E-D, 
at family.org.sg. Uh, you can subscribe to our monthly e-newsletter for regular tips and uh, resources on family life and just check out our website at www.family.org.sg. Okay, so we are on a quest to help you rediscover the joy of parenting and to dis- rediscover the joys of your children this Children's Day. So check that out again uh, on our website family.org.sg slash capture the wonder and in fact um, if you are the first 1,000 parents to download a free e-guide that includes an age-based developmental needs chart uh, activities to make uh, the most of your family time and even conversation starters that you can have for you and your child Uh, so with that uh, once again thank you for joining us on the Parent Ed Podcast and we'll see you next time Mm -hmm.